Hey, Jen, want to talk about the 2023 annual marriage retreat? Definitely. Great. Today, we're going to share some segments from our live Q&A session, including questions about sexual frequency, how to get over being embarrassed to try new things, and dealing with a distracted spouse. Let's do it. Welcome to the Intimate Covenant Podcast, where we believe the Bible and great married sex both belong on your kitchen table. That's right, we're talking about holy, covenant-bound, intimate relationships with hot sex. We're Matt and Jen, founders of Intimate Covenant. We offer biblical teaching and resources to help married couples achieve a fuller relationship and an extraordinary sex life. For more information, visit our website, IntimateCovenant.com. Welcome, friends. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. And here we are sounding relaxed because (laughs) our annual marriage retreat is over. In the books. 2023 in the books. we We feel both a sense of relaxed because it's over, but also like, oh, it's over. All always, that work. <laughs> I know, always bittersweet. It's uh, always bittersweet to uh, say goodbye to all of our friends yeah. who join us um, every year, new friends, old friends. Uh, mm-hmm. We we uh, just have such a great time uh, that this this weekend, and it is always sad to see it yeah. uh, see it pass. But you, like you said, we are relieved <laughs> that the the work is over at least for this year, and now we can. Uh, maybe take a little sigh, a breath, we, and we take start, a little break and start planning for next year at, yeah, at some point. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, soon. Well, we don't let ourselves plan ahead too far quite yet. We no. need, we need about a month. And there is we'll always <laughs> yes, there's always work to do, including the podcast. So here we are. Here we are. But we do want to just take a moment with this episode and, um, you know, kind of kind of enjoy. The, the success of this retreat, um, share with you guys a little bit about what we experienced and then obviously share some of the Q&A. Yes, that's always a, always a highlight, always an enjoyable time. Uh, so And we had some great questions again this year, so we definitely wanted to share some of that with you. Yeah, um, but before we get to that, a huge, huge thank you first to Justin and J.L. Gerhardt. Justin is the amazing talent behind the Holy Ghost Stories podcast. Um, JL's there too, because she's the editor. She's so helping put she, all that I, together. I did take a chance to uh, take an opportunity to say that to her, like, thank you, because I yes. know what it is to be a little bit more the behind the uh-huh. scenes. She, she's um, doing some good work for sure. They are a phenomenal couple. It yes. was just an incredible joy that weekend to get to be with them. I mean, just a privilege, I, a privilege to get to know them, a privilege to yeah. um, be immersed in their presence and and really enjoy yeah. that uh, and really to benefit from their talent and wisdom as well. We had them join us for one of the um, panel uh, conversations and uh-huh. they had so much great information to share with us. And Yeah, they're doing uh, such great work yes. themselves. And I just don't know that I even have words yet. For how amazing that Thursday night live storytelling event was. He told the story of Ruth and Boaz um, 
in such a dynamic way. He's done Ruth and Boaz on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was, someone just asked me today, was it the exact same? And I was like, oh, no. no. Obviously, it's the same story. Strange, same story. <laughs> but this was 90 minutes of just yes. an immersive incredible moving experience it was uh, so good yeah, I, I and don't i'm just still. so sorry for those of y'all that missed out <laughs> he this was, was it just, was a once in a lifetime opportunity it, and it I, was such a great way to start the retreat because then we moved into with material of our retreat on really looking in depth at married couples in the bible and lessons we could learn from their marriages um, so it's just a fantastic start to that. Yeah, it, it was a great storytelling experience yeah. all, 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 all over, across the board, the starting weekend. starting with Justin and Jail yes. doing the, the and and I guess we should also thank Mary Grace who also was the yeah. cellist who came we, and we performed had a live with them. Cellist and yes, so that really added phenomenal. Co- it added quite a quite an experience, but uh, we it. It just tied everything together. We we talked about these stories from uh, the old old and new testaments uh, of other marriages, and we also had the couples there tell their own stories to yeah. one another in some of the exercises that we uh, worked through together. So, yeah. um, I I think it was just a great overall experience. A, I think so. A really. A, we got down to covenant stories and really yeah. what that's all about. I, it was really a fun, fun retreat, a fun, a different way to approach the material. And um, I, I think it was great and we loved it. We had a great time. And just if you are not listening to Holy Ghost Stories podcast, I mean, I know we just keep saying add it, it to but your playlist. you've got to add this to your playlist. Yeah. It's just phenomenal. And, and again, just thank you to Justin and JL for all of their hard work and for what they're doing in the kingdom themselves. Truly, truly good work, good workers. Yes. Um, and uh, thanks, uh, certainly. Thank you also to our sponsors. Yeah. Uh, we had a good number of sponsors who, who really made some significant contributions um, to the retreat by providing welcome gifts to our attendees. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these sponsors provided some fabulous door prizes. Yeah. Uh, just in general, uh, a great amount of support. Um, right. So Jay Parker of Hot, Holy, and Humorous, who all of our loyal listeners will rec- recognize her name. She was a guest speaker at last year's retreat. We've actually interviewed her yes. on our podcast. And they, she has interviewed me and us uh, for, uh-huh. for, right. uh, on her podcast as right. well. Right. And Jay, uh, Jay Parker is just a really, really fabulous author, blogger, all about Christian married sex. Um, that's someone you need to add into your your reading list for sure uh, for sure all of her um books we highly recommend um and so she was one of our retreat sponsors which yes. was great uh, we also had ultimate intimacy uh ultimate intimacy is a, a marriage and intimacy app it's a smartphone app look it up download it ultimate intimacy uh it's a marriage and intimacy app that is clean it's non-graphic, but it is so much fun. Lots uh, and lots of yes, resources. Lots of resources that app. just on the app. Mm-hmm. Uh, dozens of different articles, different uh, information. There's even oh. a game, several games to, that you can uh-huh. play with your spouse. A secure way to communicate yes. with your spouse. Yes. Um, separate from text messaging. I don't know. You could probably find something fun to do with that if you <laughs> use your imagination. Um, but yes, they are very marriage focused. And yes. then they also sell products to help 
strengthen and enhance your emotional and physical intimacy, spice up your relationship. We particularly highly recommend their conversation starters, which is a card deck. They do have conversation starters within their app, mm-hmm. um, but we also highly recommend getting their card the, deck. Yeah, the card deck is a great way to take the cards. You don't have to get your phone out yes. to use the card, so you can do this on date without being distracted. Uh, so it, it's a it's a great way, great, mm-hmm. great um, uh, tool there and a resource. Uh, that's Ultimate Intimacy. Um, thanks also to Married Dance, Mm-hmm. Uh, MarriedDance.com is a Christian-friendly, marriage-centered sex toy and marital aid store for couples, designed for couples, yeah. and all of their products are displayed on their website in a nudity-free and in a marriage-centered way. Yes, uh, Lots of great resources there as well at MarriedDance.com. In fact, um, Brent, who is the um, owner and operator of that website, he and his wife, um, they even included us as uh, as one of those resources. <laughs> yeah, we were actually just uh, looking on their website to make sure we had current information and clicked around a little bit and found a link to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was an exciting uh, For sure. find. So, um, Mary certainly. Dance has been a longtime supporter of Intimate Covenant, and we appreciate the efforts that they are doing yeah, to I, provide I think, a marriage-centered way to... Add a little fun into your marriage yes. if that's what yes. you're looking for. And uh, I, I think Mary Dance has been a sponsor for our retreat every year. Every year. Every year. So that's right. Uh, again, what just a shout out to MaryDance.com. We certainly appreciate uh, their support and their loyalty. Yeah, another one of our sponsors was Coco New. Coco New is a company that is dedicated to helping couples increase their capacity for connection, intimacy, and pleasure by providing high-quality organic lubricants. So family-run business based out of Utah, um, doing great things themselves, Mm -hmm. um, makers of really great lubricants. Yes. Several different varieties. Yeah, very high-quality, several different uh, choices there. Mm -hmm. Check out Coco New. That's C-O-C-O-N-U, Coco New. And then Dating Divas. Dating Divas has also been a longtime sponsor of of uh, Intimate Covenant. I had to think about what our name was. I was like, uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Intimate Covenant is who we are. (laughs) Dating Divas is a sponsor. Uh, Dating Divas is out to strengthen marriages one date at a time. They have a website that is chocked full of great date night ideas and resources to just help make your dating life I don't know how people can be that creative. (laughs) I'm glad Uh, that there are people that creative. They are incredibly creative. They have so many different kinds of resources, even some apps to help you figure out what to do on date night. Yes, Uh, that was one of the door prize offerings was um, a a free one of their neat apps that is all about how do we figure out what to do on date night So again, so many great options there. Uh, check them out, Dating Divas. And speaking of highly creative, another sponsor was Adventure Challenge. Yes. Uh, they joined with us again this year. They are the makers of the best-selling scratch-off ad- adventure books. These are very, very popular books. Um, and specifically, we highly recommend their Couples Edition, mm-hmm. which is full of scratch-off date night adventures. Really, really neat book that gives you lots of different um, ideas yes. and, and things to do. It's a fun way, kind of a little surprises here and there. You don't know what's coming next. It's like you, a choose-your-own-adventure. You, you, right. <laughs> you, you scratch it off. <laughs> For which is... all of us who read Choose Your Own Adventure, 
books in the 80s. <laughs> this is what you should be doing on your date uh, night. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but- and then they also have the in-bed edition, yes. which is scratch-off bedroom activities. Yes, so you can imagine uh, what that might be like as well. Uh, great products, great people, and uh, again, we appreciate their support as well. Yeah, we're, we're- just... We're going to put links to all of these in the show notes so that you, if you want to get in touch with these uh, great companies, uh, you have that op- option. Yes. If, if what we're describing sounds like fun and their products are all high quality and lots of fun. And again, we appreciate their support, but we also uh, would encourage you to check check these companies out. Yeah. Um, if we didn't believe in these companies, we wouldn't uh, ask them to partner with us. So Right. And we're just very thankful to all of these companies um, for their support this year. And just, you know, it really helps make the retreat that much better to have all these nice welcome gifts and the door prizes yes. and just as a whole other level of enjoyment and fun. Yes. And there there is certainly one other thank you that we need to add to that. And that is to our Lovers Club yeah. and to our Patreon subscribers. Yes. Um, Lovers Club, you know who you are. Um, this is a a very select group of individuals who support us in a number of ways, including emotionally and mentally and spiritually sometimes, um, but even those who have helped with significant financial contributions mm-hmm. or other uh, substantial sacrifices of time and energy. Um, thank you to our Lovers Club. Uh, thanks to our Lovers Club, this year we were able to sponsor 11 scholarships yeah. Um, to the retreat. Um, that, and we love that. We that's love, just tremendous. We understand that, you know, the retreat isn't necessarily something every couple can afford financially every year. And so um, to be able to give away some scholarships like that, um, solely thanks to the Lovers Club and the generosity of these couples who um, who, who find great value in, in adding, yes. adding worth to so, it. So Lovers Club, you know who you are. Yes. Patreon subscribers. Um, again, we just are uh, humbled every month when uh, the, the Patreon sends us uh, a, a payment and just purely from the generosity yeah. of our Patreon subscribers it's who, so much who believe in this work and who want to partner with us. Yeah. Uh, it really mean is so meaningful to us and has helped us yes. uh, to... Um, Keep the equipment up to date. Keep the, uh, the the website subscriptions up to date. Keep everything uh, as as we need it to be, so that we can continue the, to do what we're doing. Keep the doors open and the lights on, that's, right? Yes, honey? that's exactly right. <laughs> it is just a lot of fun to see. You know, uh, five dollars is is maybe a small donation for most of us in a you know monthly budget kind of idea, but the the five dollars adding up and and then coming to help us that means so much. Um, so for as little as five dollars, uh, you can support us via Patreon, and it, it really means yeah, a lot. It is a huge monthly boost for us, and and just and so meaningful. Helping us uh, do intimate covenant even bigger and yes, better. Yes, <laughs> I mean that's that's the goal, right? Um, yeah. So uh, thank you for that. If if all of this sounds like fun, and trust me, the retreat weekend is so much fun. It is. Our 2024 dates have been. Do we have a drum roll? I don't have any drums, but the 2024 (laughs) retreat uh, dates are going to be September 19th through the 21st. We're already write it in your calendars. Write it down. Get get the babysitters lined up now. Yeah, make this happen. September Uh, 19th through the 21st of 2024. We'll be doing it again here in here in the woodlands, uh, Texas, again, right right outside uh, North Houston. 
Um, registration will open almost certainly on February 14th, like it does every Valentine's year. Valentine's Day! Seems fitting. Uh, we'll, we'll start the registration at that point, and you'll have a, your opportunity to jump in and be a part of uh, the retreat next That's year. Right. And so if we you, can't wait. If you miss this year's retreat, then now's the perfect time to start planning for next year. You will not regret the time and the money that you spend investing in your marriage. And I mean, it's just a lot of fun. It's uh, <laughs> It was a blast. I, I don't know how we're going to top this year, but we'll think of something <laughs> and we have a year to figure that out, I guess, right? That's right. <laughs> uh, but like Jen said, you, you will never regret investing in your marriage. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's that's just a, a universal truth. And you know who doesn't require you to invest? Oh, no. Who's that? Open Door Financial Advisors, <laughs> of course. Uh, Derek Finley, our good friend, Derek, um, at Open Door Financial Advisors. You can contact Derek. You should contact Derek <laughs> at opendoorfa.com. He um, and and his group there do not require investments. They don't require a minimum amount to work with him. You don't have to have billions of dollars to invest uh, to get his wise and experienced uh, financial advice. Um, so again, we, we recommend Derek every every time on the podcast. And it's not just because we have this um, contractual obligation with Derek. We love Derek. We yes. believe in Derek. We appreciate yeah. what he has done for us personally. Yes. And we sincerely recommend him to you. Open yes. Door Financial Advisors, where finances meet faith and family. Opendoorfa.com. Now, we're going to share some uh, some of the segments from our Q&A session. Some great questions. Um, we definitely didn't have time to get to all of them, and we're not going to have time to even share all of them with you on this episode. Right. Um, we, we picked out some that I think you're going to enjoy and hopefully learn from. As always, if you have questions for us, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can reach us at, uh, uh, send us an email at podcast at intimatecovenant.com or go to our website, intimatecovenant.com slash podcast and click on the button contact the podcast for an anonymous submission form if you would prefer to remain anonymous. Either way, we'd love to hear you and either way, we are so glad that you're with us this week. Enjoy the rest of the show. Um, this next question is, I have ideas of things to try with or for my husband, but end up getting too embarrassed to follow through. How do I get rid of the shame I feel around sex? A lot of us have grown up in a home or in a church environment or just a community um, where sex is just cloaked in silence and shame. Um, and I think you all know that is a place where we saw a need. It's why we became known as the sex couple. That was never the intent, but here we are. Uh, we recognize that there's a lot of silence. And what has happened from that silence is that so many of us have just attached a lot of shame to all things having to pertain about sex. That's that's, you know, magnified by the fact that we're living in a world, uh, Satan, who knows the power of sex as it should be, has done a tremendously good job 
of taking that and spinning it for his own purposes. But you know what we as God's people have done? We've said, okay. We've handed over to him what is not his. He didn't create sex. God did. And he created it for a specific reason and a specific purpose. And there is beauty in that. So number one step in getting over the shame within your own heart is start telling yourself the truth. Tell yourself the truth as God has told it about the purpose of sex and your, your sexuality as a whole. Whether you're ever married or not, whether you ever have married sex or not, you are created a sexual being for a reason. And when the work that we do with, with us singles, we work really hard on helping them see there is, there is a reason to have sexuality even outside of married sex. So number one, it has to be stop being afraid of sexuality as a whole. I think when you start doing that internal work, it starts changing the script. It starts making you be more willing to be vulnerable. When you stop seeing your sexuality as shame, you start to see that this is a gift. From there, you can grow into a place of it's a gift meant to be shared with my beloved. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the hard thing. I'm going to put words to it, or I'm going to put actions to it. Now, if you're married to someone who has a hard time and who you know is fighting that battle, you can fight that battle with them by showing up with praise and gratitude. So often, you know, this is kind of a, a question that would be coming probably from someone who's a responder. They're not the one initiating sexual encounters. A pursuer has to recognize that when a responder initiates anything new, that is a place of incredible vulnerability for them. You have to be there to meet that with praise and gratitude, even when that's just a teeny-nitsy thing. It's just a teeny bit different than what they've done before. Meet it with praise and gratitude. Do not meet it with, great, how about this next? All you're going to do is send that responder flying <laughs> and hiding again. So I think challenge yourself to do the hard work to get rid of the shame. But then start being willing to be vulnerable. Yeah, and I think some of that leaning into vulnerabilities might start in a lot of ways with just what is the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? I mean, if you are married to a reasonable person who actually loves you, what's the worst that's going to happen? You might, you know, feel silly or something might go amiss or it might get messy or whatever it might be. And then what? They're not leaving. They're not... They're not going to make fun of you. You won't die <laughs> in that moment because die? it didn't go. <laughs> You're not living Hollywood. And then guess Stop what? expecting If that. it goes poorly, guess what? Now you have a story. <laughs> Remember the time that oh. I thought it would be a great idea to show up at the door wrapped in saran wrap. Just kidding, it comes from a movie. I didn't actually do that. 
So again, but, but it still it still fulfills, even if it doesn't go like you planned, it still fulfills the purpose of sex, which is not some physical outcome, it is connection. And so now even that embarrassment is a point of connection. What's the towel for? <laughs> Age and 
the season of his life and medical issues or whatever the stress else he's under be. at work or and other yeah, why do we have to define this by week why can't we define this by day or hour I mean what um, so <laughs> you're a little you're a little skipping us so
Because again, this is about connection. It's not about just meeting some kind of physical need. It's about seeking connection as a couple. And so there will be different desire levels. Own that. That doesn't mean one of you is broken and one of you is perfect. And if you're in that kind of a marriage, you got to change your language. you got to change the way that you're looking at it. You will have times where there's different desire levels, but that should be times that instead of letting that drive you apart, that needs to be driving you towards more conversation together. And you need to both come to that conversation with not, I want to make sure I get my way X number of times, but I want to hear the heart of my spouse. How many times does give us that place of good connection? a master at multitasking. Often I feel like she uses multitasking to avoid really focusing on us, me. How to help her focus on us slash me time to time. Um, having a spouse that that is distracted from you or not feeling like you are the focus of their attention um, is uh, certainly is difficult. And it feels like rejection. Whether they are intentionally avoiding you or not is not always the issue. What is the issue is that it feels like I'm being rejected. That something else, someone else's problems or the PTO meeting or the, the HOA board or whatever it is that they're part of, the homeschooling group, um, whatever it is, sometimes that thing that your wife is doing or your spouse is doing that is otherwise important, writing retreat material or podcast material, is also a distraction from my spouse and what they are looking for and what they might need from me. And when I'm not getting that attention, it feels like they're rejecting me. I think, I mean, th this question, without knowing more details about the relationship, it's hard to answer exactly. Because maybe they are avoiding you. Maybe that is their method of avoiding you because there may be some relational issue that is driving them away. You know, if your husband is working 18-hour days, seven days a week, Maybe it's because he's a really good provider, or maybe he just hates being at home because you're there. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that question exactly. Sometimes that's a conversation. I mean, doesn't it always come back down to this? This is a conversation you need to have. It feels it needs to be. I need to come to go to my spouse in that situation and say, I don't feel as important to you as this other thing, or. I don't feel like during these times of the day that myself and or our kids have your full attention. Whatever it might be. Maybe it's multitasking. Maybe it's, I don't feel as important as your phone when you get home from work. Or I don't feel as important as this Netflix show. Whatever it is. And sometimes, I'm willing to bet most of the time, your spouse has no idea that you feel that way and they would be aghast that they that their actions have even made you feel that way. I think it's worth giving them the, the benefit of the doubt in that case. And then offer them the chance to make that right. Okay, so 
let's, let's solve this thing together. It's not going to be helpful if you say, um, you know, you're a terrible person and you hate our kids and you hate me because you're doing this. I mean, that's, not gonna, that's not the right way to approach it. The right way to approach it is, this seems to be a problem for us. How can we fix it? What can we do? How can I make it easier for you? What sort of accountability do we want to set up for ourselves? You know, what are some ways that we can um, make this a better situation for us? But it has to be a conversation. It, this can't be just a place where you allow yourself to build resentment. Don't we often do that? There's something we need to address with our spouse, but because we know that'll be a hard conversation, we just let it sit there, and we let it sit there in such a way that it builds resentment in our heart. Well, it builds resentment because we're telling, I mean, even the question is, often I feel like she uses multitasking to avoid really focusing on us or me. You're telling yourself a story here that you don't know is true. And you, if you keep telling yourself that story, that's what you're going to believe, and it may not be true. It may just be that your spouse is unaware. It may be that she's incredibly busy because you're doing nothing to help. <laughs> it, it may be that, you know, you need to see that dishes do actually have to get done. Kids do have to get put in bed. Whatever it is that she's multitasking over, some of it may be unnecessary. But maybe it's also you're needing to see, instead of just poor me, it's how can I help? But again, the point is, turn this into a how can we together create a home environment that is first and foremost a place that we are each other's priority. I'm an excellent multitasker and I'm excellent at, I used to be really excellent at not saying no. The older I get, the easier no is coming. Like, that's the beauty of mid-40s. I'm like, I'm just going to tell you no. I'm not going to give you a reason. My reason is I'm napping. I'm going to take But sometimes it's, if you're that way, if you're that multitasker, you've got to challenge yourself. Your husband is your priority. He is your covenant. Take all of those daily, that's easy to say in this great big way, and then really hard when we look at the daily details that we allow to fill our time, fill our space, fill our emotional energies that aren't, they shouldn't be that priority. So multitaskers unite by challenging ourselves. Do you really need to have that on your plate? I was taught sexual humor is crude jesting, in quotes. But I've noticed it on the podcast. Jen calls you Matthew <laughs> when you do it. What sexual humor is appropriate? I think... I don't want to read too much into this, nor do I want to be critical of the person who's asking, because they at least did have the vulnerability to ask. But just because something is sexual does not make it crude or coarse. Just because it's sexual doesn't mean it's wrong and hush-hush. 
What makes it crude and coarse is if I treat sex as if it is coarse and crude and profane. I mean, look, sex sometimes is funny. Sometimes you do stuff that is, it didn't turn out like I hoped it would, and all you can do is laugh about it. Sometimes it's messy, that's why we gave you a towel, right? Sometimes it's just, things are going to happen. And it's not always going to turn out the way that you think it should or would. But that doesn't make it crude. And I'm about to get on a soapbox, so I don't want to get too many steps up this soapbox. But it makes me so frustrated and angry when I hear people talk about dirty talk. Don't have dirty talk in your marriage. Because sex is not dirty. It's not dirty. Have sexy talk. Don't have dirty talk. Just remove that... If you're talking about something dirty, you should not be doing that. But talking about sex is not dirty. Just recognize where that comes from. And again, that's coming from that place of shame that we have cloaked sexuality in. So is, is there a line, though? I mean, is there a line where it goes from talking about sex in a sanctified and holy way? Is there a line that becomes crude and coarse? Absolutely. That's why you'll never hear on the podcast any hint or mention about what we specifically do or don't do. You think you know. <laughs> you have no idea. You don't. And you won't. We're not going to share that with you. We're not going to share that with our friends. We're not going to share that in any sense. You don't know. You can wonder, and okay, that's fine. That's the risk that we have taken. In, in doing what we do, but you don't know. And you don't know what the couple sitting next to you does or doesn't do. I hope. I hope they're not sharing with you, and you should not be sharing with them. But just because you're choosing silence when it comes to the sacredness of what you are sharing together in your marriage bed doesn't mean that you have to cloak all of sexuality in silence. Do you see the difference? What if we together as God's people started proclaiming the incredible joy and beauty and peace found within great married sex? Do you think that would change the world we're living in? And look, of all of the people, God's people ought to be proclaiming how amazing his plan is. We are actually the ones having the best sex. But... Satan's telling a different story, and we're letting him win. Because sex is a relationship, not an act, not a position, whatever it is. Sex is your relationship. It is what you build emotionally, spiritually, and physically together. That's the gift of sex that he has given us. So... Talk about sex. Talk about sex in right and holy ways. If you're a person who uses humor, throw in a little bit of humor with your sex talk, with talk, but do it in a way that still glorifies. So when I say Matthew, it's not because I think that he has crossed a line. It's kind of actually our little talk between the two of us, right? He pushes the boundary, I push back with a Matthew, and this is the game we play. 
But he, I trust, I know, and I trust that his talking about sex, his humor even about sex, will always be in a way that still brings glory to the gift that God has given our marriage. It will never be with me as the butt of the joke. Never. So my Matthews are, you can relax, and I call them Matthew. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, sticking with us uh, through that Q&A session. Hopefully, again, you learned something and our responses were um, helpful to you. Certainly, we would also love to hear feedback from you. If there's something that we just didn't clarify or you have a better response to some of these questions, That would certainly be helpful to us, and we would love to be able to share that uh, with all of our listeners. Uh, We'd love to hear your feedback. Contact us by emailing podcast at intimatecovenant.com or go to the website intimatecovenant.com slash podcast uh, to submit an anonymous uh, submission form. Thanks again to Derek and Open Door Financial Advisors for sponsoring this podcast. You can contact Open Door at opendoorfa.com where finances meet faith and family. Thanks to all of you for listening, subscribing, rating, and sharing the podcast. We're truly humbled by all of your encouragement and support. Thanks especially to our Patreon subscribers for coming alongside us in a very real way. We love you. And if you would like to join Intimate Covenant by supporting the podcast and our greater mission to share God's plan for intimate marriage and holy sexuality, you can do that by subscribing at patreon.com slash intimate covenant. Until next time, keep striving and don't settle.